This is the Accounting Influencers Podcast with Rob Brown and Martin Bissett. With Rob Brown and Martin Bissett. And a big shout out to one of our special podcast partners, Dex.com. They wear receipt bank. They've been through a great rebound. There's a lot of great stuff going on there, Martin, isn't there, at Dex? You know what, Rob? I always speak to accounting firms about having a strong, uh, clearly articulated value proposition really early on in their messaging. You know, as soon as you see that firm, it tells you something. When I go to Dex.com, that's D-E-X-T.com, it says right in front of me, we make accountants and bookkeepers and the businesses you advise more productive, profitable, and powerful with better data and insights. Those three illustrative P's there, productive, profitable, and powerful. What a great clear value proposition. So as accounting practitioners listening to this, if you're looking to make your firm more productive, profitable, and powerful, not just for you, but for the businesses you advise, go to dext.com, that's D-E-X-T, dot com and start a free trial or book a demo love that dex gives you more time and better data to advise on your clients and businesses so your accountants get over to dex.com thank you so it's time for the news we won't be running this forever martin this new segment because we found that very little changes there's very little new in the accounting and fintech world that we could report on any better than some of the media outlets but you pick something out today that's caught your eye yeah, absolutely. This comes from Accountancy Age. Um, it is authored by the Institute of Financial Accountants, the IFA, who I think will have something of the order of a couple of thousand members, if not significantly more than that. And what they did, uh, Ravi, interestingly, is they took a, a look back at 2021 and then a look forward as to how they feel that the profession has adapted to change and uncertainty caused by COVID and Brexit. Uh, over the last two years. And they come up with some interesting conclusions here that I'd like to outline for our listeners, if I may. I'd like to hear them because accountants uh, and accountancy as a profession is not generally known for its ability to change and adapt and be agile, I suppose we would call it. Generally, legislation is what causes change in in accountancy. Uh, When the regulation changes... Regulatory pressures. Yeah, absolutely. So the article reads that as the year is drawing to a close, there is a growing expectation that many temporary adaptations made throughout the uh, last two years will now become embedded in long-term business operations. So we made a temporary fix and it's turned out to be the long-term fix. This, they claim, has resulted in the changing face of many business practices and the pivoting of services in order to survive. Guys, listen to that phrase, in order to survive, not thrive, survive. Now, I don't know if that's sensationalist reporting, but it's an interesting choice of words. So they they have some sections here, which I think um, four or five sections, and here they are in summary format. The post-Brexit outlook. Now, for our international listeners, I'm sure you're aware of what Brexit is, and you've probably already seen the impact of Brexit uh, on many of your clients' businesses. But the conclusion they make on what's there, we're past Brexit now, Brexit has happened, the change has been enforced, you know, the United Kingdom has left the European Union, we are living in the post-Brexit world. They are saying that based on their research, evidently, the UK's exit from the EU has created necessary demand and opportunities for practice outside of its borders. In other words, businesses are asking accountants, how do I do business in Germany now? How do I do business in France now? My biggest client is in Lisbon. How do I avoid what used to take three days now taking three to four months due to bureaucracy I've got to step through? So now there's an international consulting angle for accountants, and that's where networks and associations, of course, uh, come in handy. That's why many firms are members of international or global networks, because that one phone call to the Lisbon office 
to find out the answer. That cross-border collaboration and international trade, yes. The next one of their five was digital tech, which is a subject we'd expect to come up regularly. Their conclusion summary is, this digital shift is not just being seen through more and more services moving online. Obviously, we, we know the move to the cloud has been going on for many years, but also via knowledge sharing through conferences, board meetings, and meetups. There is, they claim, an ever-growing appetite for smaller, more manageable chunks of practical advice and training, reflecting an increased need for real-world, up-to-date advice. So what they're saying here, Rob, is the days of the week-long training course or the day-long training course is in the past, and can you now give us a 10-minute update? Can that be the training this week? It's the lunchtime learning thing, isn't it? Yes. And I know that in the US, uh, certain CPA societies, statewide CPA societies, did start to certify a micro CPE, learning in 10-minute chunks rather than 50-minute chunks. Uh, certain years, several years ago, before, again, seeing this move some time ago. It's the microwave culture we live in, isn't it, Martin? We want things fast. We want it now. Yeah, boil it down to its absolute base and give it me now. Legislation is their third from five. And of course, this is quite technical and we steer clear generally on the podcast of the heavily technical stuff. But basically, their findings here are new legislation has come into force. So accountants have had to tackle making tax digital version two, IR35 changes, that's specific to the UK guys, post-Brexit sanctions, trading changes, tax reverse charges, to name but a few. So there's, there's been a huge amount of adaptation required on legislation just to stay current and just to keep their clients compliant. And when that happens, of course, we know that that lessens the bandwidth for innovation. And this will be happening in North America, Australia, in other countries where our listenership is big. It's all over the place. Well, you make a good point there, actually, because uh, in the, the practitioner group meeting that we had yesterday, our Canadian member said, it's interesting listening to this because uh, we were reporting on this sort of information because this is an absolute mirror of what's happening in Canada as well. So the, their fourth from fifth, their penultimate one, was money laundering and fraud. And their conclusion is that the pandemic has led to an increase in the delivery of services via remote methods, such as cloud accounting, uh, and this potentially, and that's the disclaimer, places practic practices at a higher risk. There is also an expanding threat, they claim, brought by Chinese underground banking, would you believe, Rob, with, with the IFA urging accountants to regularly review their clients' and firm-wide risk assessments because of the difficulty, obviously, of being able to account for some transactions. That cybersecurity is a massive opportunity for accountants, isn't it? Both getting their own feds in order, but helping their clients navigate the murky waters of international and remote business. Absolutely. And I imagine, Rob, as well, that if, if um, the Institute of Financial Accountants who, who produce this report for Accountancy Age, if they gave you and me three guesses as to what the fifth item was, neither of us would get it with three guesses each. Is it quiz time? Oh, it is quiz time. What is the fifth major issue facing the profession according to this report, Rob? Woo, digitization, modernization, recruitment, retention. Uh, we've, we've done regulation. Tell me. It, it, those are many of the guesses I would have had too. This one's out of left field. Climate change. Oh, environmental social governance. 
Well, and more. So they, they report here to say, as 2022 opens, one thing now placed at the top of everyone's agenda, and I would question the use of everyone there, but you know, generally speaking, is tackling climate change as businesses, not accountants, businesses focus more on their impact on society and the environment. And the accounting profession faces new demands to play its part. This also presents another opportunity for the sector as accountants can be very well placed to help SMEs complete complex calculations and identify their business's climate impact. Wow, that's massive. And I, be- I do believe, actually, at this moment in time, Robert, just, I just had a, a thought come into mind. I believe there's a business, and please let us know if it's you that I'm referring to, there is a business that is purely in the business of helping accountants build calculators for their clients on their uh, CO2 emissions and, and impact on climate change. There's actually a business that does that, if I'm not mistaken. It's actually becoming a burning platform, this climate thing, carbon neutraling and everything else. We've recently had the big world summit in Glasgow that happened at the end of last year where all the world leaders got together, talked about what they would do and doing nothing, hopefully came out as not being an option. But accountants standing in the gap there of everything the governments are talking about and the world leaders and what needs to be implemented with these businesses on the ground, they are the trusted advisor, aren't they? Yeah, and that was the COP26. And what interests me there, I mean, I love the fact that you used uh, the phrase burning platform to talk about climate change, you know, but, but absolutely, what, when businesses get to that point, I mean, many businesses won't be at that point, they'll be thinking about how to pay the bills, but when they get to the point of, of thinking about social responsibility, environmental social responsibility, they will, of course, turn to their trusted advisors, you're right to say, Rob. and of course, there's an opportunity, as there always is in the crisis, for the accounting firm to be of value to the client by saying, we can help. The three magic words. And before that point comes when they get to the point, Martin, the proactive accounting business advisor will be saying, what are you doing about X? Have you thought about the area of Y and bringing up those conversations before it becomes a burning issue? And that will win them a lot of business. The ideal platform for that is the year-end meeting. That is the great way. So when the, the year is closed off, when the results are known, when there's either congratulations or commiserations, we start to look forward from there and say, right, how do we capitalize on this? Or how do we avoid that happening again? And that's where those things come into conversation. You're absolutely right. That's a brilliant news item, Martin. Thank you for that today. I look forward to the next one. This is the Accounting Influencers Podcast with Rob Brown and Martin Bissett. Hey, Rob, quick history lesson for you. Did you know that the first tax records were found etched on ancient clay tablets. Yeah, I've not realized how old you are, Martin, and clay tablets are great though, but they're not exactly compatible with the latest digital tax innovations like making tax digital, are they? No, they're not. People weren't thinking future-proofing back then. But for our listeners, you know, if they're moving clients from similar old-school methods to digital records, there is a famously friendly accounting software solution for the UK's smallest businesses. It's funny you should mention that I was a judge at the recent Digital Accountancy Forum Awards, and that was a collection, Martin, of the great and the good in the accounting world, all the top networks, associations, alliances, some of the biggest vendors there. They were big on awards as well. And uh, it just made me think free agent is who you're talking about, isn't it? And they've won a lot of awards for their integrations and platforms about being really easy to use. Uh, clients can use it on mobile or tablet. And not just the clay kind. Rob, where do accountants and bookkeepers go who really want to accelerate their client's journey to the cloud? What would you recommend they do? I'd recommend they go and get a free trial at freeagent.com forward slash tablet because once you get into this, you experience it, you see how easy it is to use, you'll probably be a client for life.